0: And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree?
1: i got $5, this is a run to the left.
0: How many tackles can one man break?
1: You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. My goodness, that was good. You guys are pros. The
0: best. Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe, Let's dance.
2: Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Flex Podcast. I am your host, Samantha Perviti, and I am joined, as always, by the one and only Mike Triplett, longtime Saints beat reporter who you can find on the Twitter machine at Mike Triplett. Mike, oh my goodness. Well, what a whirlwind. The the, the NFC South comes to an unceremonious close uh, because my Carolina Panthers could not hold off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, the Saints win was sort of in vain today.
1: Everything about the NFC South was nuts. I mean how many Mike Evans managers who missed the playoffs because of Mike Evans not to mention DJ Moore managers, but Mike Evans managers I mean, they, they've got to they, they've got to be just beside themselves He did that he did that after helping nobody for like the last eight weeks. <laughs>
2: Oh, I know it's absolute pain. I have to tell you. So I know no one cares about my fantasy team, but, and we're recording this at Sunday night uh, that I believe the Steelers and Ravens are still going right now. What an awesome game there. But uh, <laughs> I have been on an emotional roller coaster all day because early on, I just took this crazy, crazy lead over my opponent because I have Mike Evans. I did make it to the finals with Mike <laughs> Evans somehow. And, 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 and so I was like, oh my God, I'm projecting for 170 points and my opponent was just laying down at that point like he was projected for like 95 points at that point so so he was already congratulating me in the group chat but I feel like he jinxed me because then I had this whole Kirk Cousins stack that oh, obviously no. crapped the bed Uh, I had Justin Jefferson of course in the stack so I just like I'm I'm now recouping I'm still projected yes. to win, but basically the problem is is that now he's got Joe Burrow, T Higgins, and Jamar oh. Chase all going on Monday night. So it's I uh I it hate all. I hate being on that side of things. Yes. So what I think yes, I'm gonna do is like an emotional hedge and do some kind of like some kind of bet or parlay. I'm like all the Bengals guys, <laughs> you know, if, if they, uh, if they go big tomorrow night, then I'll feel good. And at least I'll win some money there, but yeah, it's, uh, it's painful, a lot of money on the line in that league. So, uh, hopefully it turns out for the better, but, uh, I, I think you were, before we started here, you were talking about your team, maybe not. Going in the right direction this week. Well,
1: that ha- the, the, my biggest money league. I had the Tua Tyreek. Actually, I had mm-hmm. I had Tua Tyreek and Christian Watson all in the same game. And I think at about halftime of Miami Green Bay last week. Uh, I was projected to win by like 40 <laughs> points. And then Tua gets negative points in the second half. Christopher oh, no. never comes back. <laughs> Obviously, no one's thrown it to Tyree, And just slowly watch that one fade away. And until it finished with all <laughs> I had to do was watch on Monday night and hope Austin Eckler didn't go off. And you, you can tell how that went. One of my leagues that I cared most about is this new one that I started that has promotion and relegation. So I got promoted. Very exciting stuff.
2: That is cool. Well, yes, it's 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 one of those things that I even I even said to the guy when he's like congratulating me, I was like, it's not over till it's over. And it really isn't <laughs> over till it's over. So uh don't count yourself out. And there could definitely be some Monday night miracles to be had in the Bengals. Bills game which should be a very good one um in terms of things that happened around the nfl this week i feel like it was the week of the backup quarterback there were just so many guys i mean obviously we talked gardner minshew has been on the radar for the past couple weeks uh he was kind of a dud and i was on convince me with sean kerner and chris raymond two great minds and, and me just there for the ride and we were all on the gardner Minshew train and of course he has to uh Disappoint all around. At least AJ Brown and Devonta Smith had good days. Dallas Goddard was meh, but at least like he didn't ruin everyone's kind of fantasy lineups. uh We did have uh Teddy Bridgewater and then replaced by Skylar Thompson because Tua is in the concussion protocol, and uh Teddy Bridgewater ended up with a, a broken finger, I believe, or something like that. So they, that was that was a mess there. If you had to end up starting Teddy B because you lost Tua, uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle also had very quiet games. Because of it, so now uh, the Dolphins are on the bubble to make the playoffs. So that was that was a very consequential game. I thought they might come back. I mean, they did make a rally at the end, but it it ended up not not coming to fruition necessarily. We also had Jarrett Stidham who kept that team (laughs) kept that team in it. OK, uh, I mean, they didn't mess, they didn't they didn't come out with the win, but that, that is a really big deal against a very stout big boy 49ers defense. So um, I was impressed there. We also had Josh Dobbs on Tuesday and Thursday night. Sorry, uh, David Blau, uh, Nick Foles replaced by Sam Ellinger. So there, there was a lot, a lot going on here. Of course, we've got Tyler Huntley in this game going on. So uh, any takeaways? Hey, well, you from- were wrong. You
1: said you said it was the week of the backup quarterback. It was the week of the third strike quarterback is exactly <laughs> what it happened to be um yeah I mean well a couple of them first of all you mentioned Minshew who was who was a backup um reports that Jalen Hurts w- would be ready to be back by week 18 and they need to win in week 18 yeah. now mm-hmm. so that is good news for for people still alive uh, mm-hmm. who need you know AJ Brown Devontae Smith I do think uh there's hope there but yeah I mean If you're picking, if you're in one of those leagues where you have to pick anything up, Jared Stidham should be a hot pickup this week. I think Josh Dobbs is going to keep that job in a must win game for the Titans because Malik Willis wasn't producing for them. Skylar Thompson absolutely could start next week. Sam Ellinger absolutely could start next week. (laughs) Not recommending any of these people, but if you were in a league where every quarterback who gets a start gets picked up, uh, you're, you're going to have to like rank these people. I'm sorry, we're not doing a special episode ranking <laughs> all of them for you this week. But.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Speaking of that Titans game, I mean, I, am I crazy to think that Dobbs looked better than than Willis, especially for, uh, you know, Traylon Burks and Robert Woods ended up having decent games. I mean, obviously, they lost the game, but they're up against a very different Cowboys team that's very well rounded and has a lot better sort of all weapons all around. So um, you know, I think we will will see more of him there. And in terms of the AFC South, the Jaguars are now three to one favorites to win that division. So it is like that tide has turned really really fast there so that is just a crazy kind of turn of events we already talked about our NFC South uh yeah so uh we'll, we we shall see how that <laughs> that one plays out for sure um in terms of injuries we already talked about Teddy Bridgewater uh I've been replaced by Scholar Thompson uh two is still in the pr- protocol so there's a good chance he does not play this week so we may be seeing Skylar Thompson uh Nick Full suffered that rib injury carted off the field so uh Sam Ellinger may be the starter there and then the only other noteworthy thing was Jacoby Myers suffering a shoulder injury downgraded to out for the Patriots after having a decent day for fantasy so let's just jump into it with this awesome quarterback sort of uh we have a we have a, lot, a wide selection let's say of a lot of guys you know uh breath over death here <laughs> but uh <laughs> (laughs) of the guys available, I'm going to go with Brock Purdy as my favorite pickup. Um, He is 45% um, rostered at this point, and he just ended up with another good game. I mean, he, I just keep thinking he's going to turn back into a pumpkin and he doesn't completed 22 of 35 attempts for 284 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. They did ek out that win over the Raiders. Uh, since he's taken over for Jamie qb 18, QB 8, QB 14, QB 13, and he's QB 10 going into this game. So, uh, you know, I think he's going to finish as a top 12 guy. And he's got a nice matchup against the Cardinals this week, who ranked 19th in past DVOA, have allowed the eighth most fantasy points to QBs. So if you need a guy, he would be the guy that I would probably pick up if he's available and-
1: and the 49ers, I don't want to, I, I'm pretty sure they still are alive for the number one seed too, yes. right? Yep. So they're going to be all. So it's all...
2: not like a nothing game or anything. Yeah. And so uh, that...
1: speaking of the king of the third string quarterback, by the way, Brock Purdy started this train.
2: <laughs> oh, no, for sure. And, you know, I just, I was just on the radio like a couple minutes ago and someone was just asking me something about uh if if you know what are the 49ers going to do next year would you go with Purdy or Trey Lance at this point and you know we don't know at this point we don't know if Trey Lance is is going to be healthy for even like OTAs I mean they say that but now he's on his second surgery so who knows what his prognosis will be like going into training camp um and yeah suffice it to say that you know they're five and oh with Brock Purdy now so it's it's it's, uh it feels like he's at least earned the his name to be in the conversation for next season at that, uh, at the starting quarterback position. Um, Russell Wilson has dropped down to 49% rostered. No big surprises there, but he did keep the Broncos in it for that chiefs game. Uh, And uh, his first game without Nathaniel Hackett and took advantage of that nice matchup against the chiefs. Currently the QB eight, like I said, with two games left to be decided Uh, this will be his third best fantasy finish of the year one of the other two games was against the Chiefs so he gets the Chargers next week definitely a tougher matchup um but something to keep in mind I mean maybe Russ isn't wasn't the problem we kind of talked about this a little bit before um but yeah he would be he would definitely be like my number two pickup here we talked about Jarrett Stidham I mean he is out there everywhere so if you're really in a pinch I mean he's available in about 99% of leagues Derek Carr getting benched earlier this week um and they get to place those chiefs that were just lit up by Russell Wilson. So um, certainly could be some points to be had there. Do you like any of those guys or anyone else stand out to you?
1: Yeah. I mean, how can you not consider Stidham? Um, I, you, Sam Darnold was the next one on your list and and he had a good game, even though uh, uh, they didn't pull it off against the Buccaneers. So, um, you know, he belongs on this list. The only other name I would add to the mix uh, other than the, the sort of, <laughs> third fiddles that we were talking about earlier is uh Ron Rivera mentioned after after a, a kind of a flop by Carson Wentz today that uh he did not commit to who will start at quarterback next week so t- Taylor Heineke could be right back in that job and he'd be another guy that kind of meshes with this level of quarterback that we're going through right now
2: definitely I mean I think it's Brock Purdy and Russell Wilson and then we're, we're talking yeah. about a different level but you know Jared Stidham would, pr- would probably be my next pick for sure Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It is a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, rushing yards in football or number of points in basketball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my friends' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my group's picks with the tap of a button, along with Over Under integrated into the fantasy experience itself. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper right now to play their new over under game, have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash action and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash action and you will get a $100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. In terms of the running back position, I didn't find that there were a lot of names that were great standouts here. One that I will mention from my Carolina Panthers is Chuba Hubbard, 39% rostered. Uh, he ended up with a decent game. I mean, he was utilized a decent amount in the passing game. And uh Foreman has more carries, but he was very inefficient with those carries. 13 carries for 35 yards, not involved at all in the passing game. So uh, you know, Hubbard's role is less game script dependent. Uh, they do. Face the Saints next week. Uh, Neither team is really playing for anything at this point, but he would be at least someone that I've seen produce in the past. Zach Moss, I really like him. He is he rushed 15 times for 74 yards in the Colts' loss that sent the Giants to the playoffs. Dion Jackson, though, three rushes for 10 yards. Jordan Wilkins was in the mix too, but I think that really just tells you that Zach Moss is is kind of the guy at least right now. And then they they face the Texans in Week 18, who are just a great matchup against running backs 24th in rush DVOA and have allowed the most fantasy points to running backs this year um, if we think Derrick Henry is going to be out again for another week with that hip injury Hassan Hoskins was utilized uh, 12 rushes for 40 yards and caught two passes for 13 yards against the Cowboys and they faced the Jaguars this week so it will definitely be a well, it'll be a competitive game and uh, at least an easier matchup uh, than the previous week. Uh, any of these guys stand out to you or anyone else that you would like to add to this underwhelming list of running yeah, backs? Yeah,
1: underwhelming. Well? Uh, well, I like Chuba Hubbard a little bit. Uh, we've liked him for a number of weeks. His, his role has continued to increase. Um, and, and the Saints have been really vulnerable against the run this year. Uh, their pass defense has you know really been lights out uh, uh, in the second half of the season, but the run defense is, Stayed vulnerable. So Tuba Hubbard, I it would be a guy I like better than any of the ones you mentioned. Watch. Um, we didn't mention, uh, James Connor among the injuries. I don't know what they said by the end of that game monitor what they're saying Monday and Tuesday. Corey Clement came out of nowhere, former Eagles backup. I believe that, uh, um was has not been serving as counters backup until today and then and then you know he he ran away with the show so it looks like he would be the guy playing the leading role if uh if Arizona turns to another running back um we've mentioned Kenneth Gainwell a number of times he didn't have a particularly good day today but uh two weeks in a row now he's had the two highest snap counts of his season as the Eagles backup and and he set a season high with four catches today So uh, he just keeps chipping away and chipping away into a a bigger role there. And then uh, week 18, I don't know what your league's rules are, but if you're in a, I know I'm in at least one dynasty league where we can continue to pick players up in week 18, even if we didn't, you know, if we're out of contention. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just make sure you're, you're like one list I looked at is free agent running backs next year which uh, starts with Josh Jacobs. So Zamir White is a guy that you could sneak on to a roster. Who knows? Maybe he'll start next year as as the Raiders' uh, lead running back. Um, Higher roster percentages. Devin Singletary is a free agent next year. And obviously, James Cook's role has been expanding in Buffalo. He could be ready to be a lead running back if somehow he slipped through the cracks. And and then one that belongs on this list too, he got he he earned his way off this list finally, Tyler Algier in Atlanta, but he's still only 65 percent rostered, and he just continues to deliver week after week um, as, as they're clear, uh, you know, one A with Cordell Patterson being their one B now.
2: Definitely. I agree. I was just talking about Tyler Algier and I, uh, you know, I was asked about if I would consider him a top 15 running back next year for fantasy. I'm not sure that I'm willing to put him in that category, but I'm saying definitely top 24. It feels like, cause he, he was a guy that I liked going into the season as a, as a talented rookie name. So um, in, in a good situation, at least in Atlanta with uh, kind of like a wide open sort of field there, yeah, one name, really I yeah. one name, I will mention, um, Jamichael Hasty, maybe, might be a little more fool's gold though because yeah. it appears that they sat travis Etienne in that second half so just something to look out for you know like i think that some people do try to t- chase those numbers without looking at the context so yeah, i think that point. that is that is important to add uh in terms of the wide receivers certainly a slightly better list here we talked about the giants guys last week uh, richie james and isaiah hodgins uh they are 18 and 9 percent rostered respectively james uh seven catches for six yards and a touchdown Isaiah Hodgins four catches for 42 yards and a touchdown I mean both guys had good weeks in the previous uh week as well and uh, you know Daniel Jones is just really impressive right now lit it up and today, yeah. lit it up today and uh they don't have a great matchup for sure against the Eagles who ranked number one in past DVOA but have looked more exploitable against the pass over the last four weeks i have to say so um just guys that may be worth adding for depth or for for dynasty purposes because the giants don't have a number one receiver right now so just something worth mentioning there uh rashid shaheed i I wanted to hear all about what you have to say about yeah. him but um in terms of just other guys i'll run through really quickly kj osborne uh at the expense of Justin Jefferson, I mean, like it's a complete opposite thing of the the Mike Evans situation because I bet that there are a lot of fantasy <laughs> managers in the championships that had Justin Jefferson. And Justin yeah. Jefferson catches one of five targets for 15 yards. KJ Osborne, seven catches for 59 yards and a touchdown. And then who is Jalen Naylor? Catches three <laughs> uh, passes for 89 yards and a touchdown. It was just a weird, weird game against the Green Bay Packers. So uh, they, they, the Vikings, you get a really nice matchup against the Bears next week, 29th in past DVOA. Uh We mentioned both of the Titans, guys. They are both under the 50% threshold, so both looks better with Dobbs under center and they face the Jaguars who rank 31st and pass DVOA uh, next week. So I feel like one of those could at least sneak into the wide receiver three tier. And then the last name that I'll mention is Tyquan Thornton of the Patriots. Uh, Jacoby Myers was injured in that game and Thornton caught oh, three of seven targets for 60 yards and a touchdown. Uh, they do face the bills though. So it's not the, the best matchup there, but talk to us about Rashid Jahid or yeah. anyone else on this list.
1: Well, first of all, a Ty Quan Thornton could be a sneaky ad uh, for what I was just oh, saying. Definitely Dynasty for Dynasty. Too. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, He's had kind of a quiet season, but he's shown flashes of potential. Well, throughout. he was
2: injured early in the season. So, like, mm-hmm. he didn't start the year. So, I feel like he was one of those guys that, like, was hot for Dynasty and then kind of fell off the radar because he, you know, all these, there were just so many good guys coming out of this class. But uh, he's, a, he's a speedster and he, I feel like he fits that scheme pretty well. Yeah. Like he just, he, he does. So I think definitely a guy to keep an eye on for 2023.
1: Well, Rashid Shahid fits all those, all that mold and more. And luckily I did bring him up uh, so I don't lose both of my jobs <laughs> um, as a Saints reporter and, and, and fan, giving fantasy advice here every week. I have brought him up the last couple of weeks, but I feel bad that I didn't bring him up more strongly because um, he's just does it week after week. And I said last week when, when there was barely any offense, any passing offense in that game in Cleveland, in the, in the awful weather conditions, he came up in that game too. And he delivered on the road in uh, Philadelphia, with another 58 yard pass. He is worth putting in your fantasy lineups just because he catches like a 58 yard pass once every three games. But now he's also doing things like catching six passes on six targets every week. He is neck and neck. With Chris Olave over the last six, seven weeks in routes, run targets. Jarvis Landry's on IR now. Michael Thomas has been uh, gone for a long time. Um, Rashid Shaheed is is one B. He's not even the number two receiver in New Orleans. And uh, and he's an undrafted rookie who they signed as a kick returner with the torn ACL. So they didn't expect him to come along this fast. Now they're going to spend all next year developing him as a receiver. Um, absolutely a, a guy to sneak onto your dynasty roster if, if nobody was paying attention uh, in deeper dynasty leagues. Um, and we mentioned Traylon Burks for that reason. I think I would trust him a little more than Robert Woods because of the upside. It's so hard to, to trust anyone in that, in that Titans offense at all, but having a quarterback that can get to the receivers makes Traylon Burks interesting again, On the flip side, though, uh, I I like Isaiah Hodgins a little more than Richie James. They both came through this week. Um, But the Giants actually, I think, don't have to try next week. Now, I don't know that you rest Richie James or Isaiah Hodgins or Darius Slayton, but I think they're locked into – the sixth seed in the NFC if I'm doing my math right. So ironically enough, they could be resting their starters in a must win game for the Eagles.
2: <laughs> that is a pretty hilarious though. I feel like they'll probably still try to stay competitive because it's like intradivisional and whatever, yeah. but yeah, in terms of Rashid Jahid, I mean, week 18 matchup versus the Panthers at home, Panthers ranked 26th in past DVOA, have allowed the eighth most fantasy points to wide receivers this year and JC Horn is hurt. So it's, it's almost worse than the numbers even suggest so I think that that'll be a really good matchup for Shahid and and Olave to that point um any of the other guys i mean there's definitely a number of guys that that did go off this week like shy smith that feels like probably more of a flash in the pan type thing Van jefferson is probably the the wide receiver one for the rams but that is not an attractive sort of situation uh we got a Kadarius tony sighting this week so that's cool a ty hilton sighting that's that that's also exciting (laughs) none of those guys though am i am i am i excited about um versus you know any of the other guys we mentioned so i didn't that is even
1: put any of them on my list at all (laughs) except for you know KJ Osborne has snuck on here enough times and he's done it now Mm -hmm. two out of the last three weeks I think that that if you're if you're trying to decide who who to believe of this week's stat lines I believe him slightly more than the others
2: (laughs) fair enough uh all right on to everyone's favorite position at the tight end position uh we've got a lot of stuff going on with the Saints uh Taysom Hill 14 rushes for 46 yards and a touchdown caught a pass finally caught a pass for nine <laughs> yards and completed two passes for 24 yards he's 53 percent rostered his roster ship actually went down week over week which i think is interesting but uh Juwan johnson also involved caught five of a team high seven targets for 62 yards and like i said they face that weak panthers defense that have allowed just a ton of points to pass catchers and they're even worse you know they're they're made a lot worse by not having jc horn uh that's a big loss for them so uh in terms of other guys i like trey mcbride of the cardinals obviously zach Ertz has been out for for a long time now he caught seven of ten targets for 78 yards and a touchdown in the uh, Cardinals 20 to 19 heartbreaking loss to the Falcons. Uh, Not that that game mattered much, but I I like, I mean, I I get invested in close games, of course, Uh, but he led the team in targets tied with Greg Dortch. There was no DeAndre Hopkins for this game i don't see necessarily a reason that they would force deandre hopkins out for week 18 against the 49ers who rank fifth in past the voa have allowed the fifth view fantasy points to tight ends this year but he does fall into that category like like you said of guys to keep on our radar for maybe 2023 and and, and dynasty or keeper formats um albert Okuebunam. uh Greg Dulcich is on IR and now finally Albert O comes back. We talked about him for a while at the beginning of the season because he was just a hot name. He was drafted as a borderline top 12 tight end. So I think it is kind of crazy that he just like faded into obscurity for a really long time. Now he's back, caught three of six targets for 45 yards and touchdown. I mean, Russ looked better in that game. So who knows what we're going to get, what version of Russ we're going to get in week 18 against the chargers. But um Alberto definitely another name that he's still young and to to keep an eye on for dynasty formats don't know if uh I mean it seems like Greg Dulcich would have would have a handle on that job but never know with with like young tight ends anything could change it kind of feels like they need a few years to to get like acclimated to the league so certainly could still be a star in the making and then the last name that I will mention who I believe it was Sean Kerner on convinced me this morning who advocated for Tyler Conklin so good call there because everyone just looks better with Mike White uh uh, Conklin yeah Conklin caught six of six targets for 80 yards you get the Dolphins next week who ranked 25th in past DVOA, have allowed the third most fantasy points to tight ends so Tyler Conklin would definitely be on my list if I am tight end me so tell us of these guys who you like and talk to us about these Saints guys
1: well, first of all, I have here in my notes, make sure and tee Samantha up on Albert O in case you didn't bring him up on your own because I think it was our first show together when when you said you spent the off season learning how to pronounce his last name. You finally had an opportunity to,
2: yeah, to look, use it. And the, exactly. And it and that's, I just had to flex that right here. So it's very <laughs> important.
1: Um, yeah, I like Conklin, too. I like how you wrote that. Every, everyone looks better with uh, with Mike White. Uh, even Ty Johnson. Okay, we, Maybe we should have mentioned him with the uh, running backs, a uh, pass-catching running back. The running backs oh, yeah. can only catch patches in New York when Mike White is, when Mike White yes. is a quarterback. <laughs>
2: and good call on Zonovan Knight or Bam Knight, whatever he goes by, because uh, you did say that he was a flash-in-the-pan type guy last week, and he did disappoint this week.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so tough for him splitting time with – with Michael Carter. I mean, it hasn't helped either one of them, frankly, for uh, for fantasy too much. But yep. um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep talking about the same sentence. Well, there, there, the reason Taysom Hill uh, was dropped in so many leagues is because everybody probably picked him up when they went to play in, uh, you know, the ice bowl in Cleveland last week when all of us thought Taysom Hill was going to get 25 carries and that's all they were going to do was maybe even start him at quarterback and play him the whole game. And shockingly, the Saints didn't. And they had to spend the entire week answering questions about why did you not use Taysom Hill more in that game? Because when they finally did, they ended up uh, winning because of it. Well, this week they, you know, they figured it out. Taysom Hill in this game, even though it was beautiful weather, started with, uh, I think, four carries on the opening drive finished the game out for them when they were protecting a lead, tied his career high with 14 carries. It took all season, but the Saints have finally figured out more Taysom is is a smart run game. Now, look, the thing with him, every week is true. They have to – the game script has to allow for 14 Taysom Hill carries. But maybe against Carolina, it will. Um, Jawan Johnson, uh, we also said, look, he's the same Jawan Johnson you liked two weeks ago. Ignore what happened in Cleveland because they weren't throwing the ball in that game. He, he comes back and he gets – um, was it five catches on seven targets today? And the only problem with him now, two weeks in a row, he has some pretty ugly drops, uh, and missed opportunities, but he's earned a lot of trust and that's not going to take him off the field. One other name I do want to add though, uh, speaking of people who came back to life, um, if, if Josh Dobbs is a quarterback and, and the passing offense uh, is back in Tennessee, then Chigo Conquo is back as, as a young tight end that I really like. He was doing great things, uh, until Ryan Tannehill got hurt.
2: Definitely a name that we should have on our radar for for longer term purposes, too. But yes, uh, the tight end position has been quite the headache. This year, I've been calling it this game of Russian roulette every single week that if you don't have Travis Kelsey, it's been tough. I got the question, I kid you not, of should I start Shane Zilstra or Mark Andrews this week? So, I mean, obviously I went a certain way, but you have to understand that that is where the tight end position is this season. And look, it's not Zilstra this week. It's Brock, Wright. So I, like I said, I was, <laughs> I was just earlier on the radio talking about uh, the tight end position and, some, and someone said, yeah, we should just do like a tight end by committee thing. And I was like, that's kind of genius because uh, you know, at least for the, for the lion situation, that would have been advantageous for two weeks in a row but right, yes wait,
1: early early 2023 prediction what okay. is travis Kel- kelsey's average draft position in 2023 will people forget will people forget and go back to thinking he's old and i don't him? think
2: so i don't <laughs> think so i think people are going to remember how painful it was to set lineups every single week so uh i think i'm going to go with uh, nine and a half and Ooh, i'll
1: take i'll take the under we gotta Ooh, remember this bet. interesting yes i think people yes, are going to go nuts on kelsey next year
2: Nice, nice. Well, I, th- I believe especially because four- no
1: one trusts Mark Andrews or Kyle Pitts. There's like no one to like everyone who wants to take a tight end early, he's gonna, he's the only one.
2: No, <laughs> totally. I, I, there's really no clear two at this point. At least there was this, like, I was talking, it just was talking about this, like, there was no tier of like, it always felt like it was Travis Kelsey, but then like a group of guys Mm -hmm. and there was no one. I mean, Kyle Pitts obviously injured, but then Darren Darren Waller was injured for a lot of, a lot of the season as well. It's just, it's, it's been brutal. So yeah, um, maybe you are right there, but that will do it for this week's episode of the Fantasy Flex, which is our last episode of the year of, of the season. Rather, I, I want to thank all of our loyal listeners out there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episodes and hopefully we helped you with your fantasy dilemmas. And maybe we will be back sometime soon. Mike, please remind everyone one last time where they can find your work.
1: Yeah. You can find my saints coverage at Orleans.football. Uh, subscription site for the uh, the diehard Saints fans who have a little hope again heading into the offseason three-game win streak but they were eliminated from the playoff race today and then uh, all the uh, Saints and fantasy content on Twitter at Mike Triplett
2: awesome awesome we'll definitely give him a follow there thank you to everyone for joining once again happy new year and fingers crossed for if you have anything going on in Monday night for your fantasy finals